Hi, how's everybody doing? Uh, Today's gonna be the first episode of my tennis podcast. Like I said in the intro, I'm a tennis player from the Chicago area. <clears throat> I play tennis since uh, since I was a kid, since I was uh, five years old to eleven, non-stop. So that's like six years of my childhood playing tennis, pretty much every day. Uh, I grew up in uh, Mexico, in a city close to Mexico City, about an hour, 50 minutes away. The weather over there, it was, uh, or it is, about 70, 80 degrees every single day. (coughs) Excuse me. So I had the facility to play tennis every day with that weather. And uh, at that age, five years old to 11, right after school, uh, it was like, uh, get out of school, eat, and uh, go play tennis with a bunch of kids. Uh, I was lucky to be in a, in a club where uh, at that time, you know, we were about 11, 20 kids, especially on the weekends, but during the week, about 10 kids, uh, we were all the same age, so it was like a very nice group to play. So I learned to play tennis and I could compete in some tournaments over there, state tournaments, uh, regionals, uh, and then I stopped playing when I was 11 for some reasons and uh, <clears throat> kept playing on and off on my teenage years. Played other sports like uh, soccer and uh, that was pretty much it and tennis. And uh, then on my 20s I just play like just for recreation with some friends. I always beat them all. And uh, also also here in the states sometimes played on the weekends rarely like once a month or but they were there were some years that i didn't even touch a racket so i just got back to it about two years ago now i'm 41 soon to be 42 in october today is uh, thursday august 20th 2020 so in uh, two months i'll be 20 42 so so I've been playing a little bit over two years, constant, about a couple times, three times a week, especially in summertime. Winter time is more difficult because you have to go indoors and uh, and pay, and also the driving time to go from your house and work, and you know it takes longer. So, so I had to stop a little bit because I came to the drive-thru to buy some some food here in Portillos, in Chicago. So I, I was just saying that I got back to the to playing tennis about two years ago, a little bit over. So I've been playing a couple times in winter, maybe sometimes once a week. It gets difficult to play in winter with the snow and uh, traveling time. And then have to go indoors, you have to pay <coughs> by the hour, sign up in a club. <coughs> so it, it's more complicated than in summertime, just go to a park and... Uh, find you know your opponents so summertime I play about three times a week (coughs) winter time maybe once or twice so through those these two years and a couple months that I've been playing again I wanted to share my experiences you know with the opponents leagues that I've already I've been playing two three leagues now Uh, (coughs) I I have test many rackets and I wanted also to share that and also ball machines 
that I have tested and I also wanted to share that with you and all my experiences going through different opponents, you know, opponents. Uh, I was thinking about making this uh, podcast in Spanish or English, but I realized that I, by doing it in English, I have more, probably I can reach more people, you know. Uh, well, here in Chicago, we're lucky in the Chicago area because you find a lot of players from different backgrounds, different countries. Uh, <clears throat> I played a lot of European players. One of the leagues that I played is 90% European European players. Uh, the other league that I played is uh, mixed. I would say America depends on the the, the other league that I play is huge. It has different south 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 group, north group, west group, so and different levels from like 3.0 to five and five premium or five plus. They call it. I'm playing on 4.75 right now. I believe the level is high. It's good. I started playing two years ago on four level four. <clears throat> and I lost right when I started playing I lost like two or three matches out of seven that was before COVID-19 now because of COVID-19 the groups got shortened and now instead of seven matches is five matches per season they call it season <clears throat> so two years ago I started playing in level 4.0 and the first time that I play, I lost about three matches out of seven. My won like four, lost three. Then I played again four, level four. You play, I mean, all the time. The summer, fall, spring, winter one, winter two. So you, there's always, you might have like a week break and then you keep playing the next season. Uh, then I play 4.5 and I won the group. That was last summer a year ago I won the group in 4.5 and I made it to the playoff once you go to the playoff then every champion from each group you know plays all the champions from like I said 4.5 level there's different groups there's south group north group west group uh, whatever like a lot of groups so <clears throat> so I made it to the playoff last year in the group 4.5 and it was like 32 players, so a lot of the champions from each group. So I was so lucky and played so good that I made it to the semifinals. Semifinals on on the on the level 4.5, which is a league that I do respect. It has good level, good players. Especially now, more in like higher level. I'm not playing now 4.75, and I notice a difference. I notice a jump from 4.5. I beat last time I played 4.5, I beat everybody. I didn't even lose a set. I beat my five matches in two sets, two sets, two sets, two sets, two sets the five players. And now when I went jump jumped up to 4.75, I noticed a big jump on on level. I've been losing some matches on three sets. It's my first, my first tournament or my first uh, season, my first season on 4.5. So I do notice, I did notice the difference. I lost a couple matches in three sets. 
but it's for me it's better more challenging games and I won a couple matches one in two sets but very tight very competitive tennis and a lot of pressure you have to that's one of the things I kind of do like it's kind of like uh, those I mean kind of do like that you get when you're playing a tournament or a, or a match a season game is a leagues game is you get some pressure on, on, on games and matches that you don't get when you play friendly matches because this is like strange people that you meet and where both of us or the both players all players are there to win so it gets competitive there's some moments on the match that it get tight and you know like hot you know like pressure on both sides and you both gonna wanna win and it's like you gotta deal with your nerves and uh, try to do your best shots and <clears throat> there's some good things and there's some other things that you find tricky players that try start like talking to you and try to get you out of your out of focus out of concentration so I, I would go through those experiences that I have that I had before later maybe in this podcast or another podcast but then you do find some tricky players you know different kinds of people different personalities different game styles and uh, when you are under pressure you act different than when you are relaxed and when the other players are under pressure and losing they are different when they are than when they are relaxed so that's something that you have to consider when you join a tennis league and uh, <clears throat> or a tournament you know you're gonna find people that are not nice or not so nice or people that are okay or nice polite but when they're losing and they're under pressure they turn into different kind of people and then you have to learn how to how to deal with that especially if you're when you're playing you know they try to get you out of focus Excuse me, out of rhythm, I'm drinking water. Out of focus, out of rhythm, and you have to overcome those adversities or those uh, tricky players. So, I found I had one of those, two of those in a row last week. I'm gonna go through that maybe later on a different podcast. But right today, I played a guy on the other league that I played, it's called Some Tennis. That's a little bit more relaxed than the other one, the other one that I play is Gladiator Tennis here in Chicago, that's more competitive, that's the one that is five matches and different kinds of groove and they have playoff at the end of the year, that's more competitive, You pay, we pay for that, now it's like just $35 because it's just five matches, it's not bad, you know, it's just for recreation, but it, recreational, but it's competitive. Everybody's there to win, nobody's there to lose. If you just want to go for recreational and just hit balls around, you go with your brother, with your friend, with your buddy, and just shoot balls, whatever, you know, the score doesn't matter. In this one, everybody goes there to win, so it is competitive. <clears throat> and like I said, sometimes people react in different ways, so you have to be aware of that and be conscious and try to avoid problems or troublemakers or people like that or know how to deal with that with that and even you you don't want to get pissed off and, and uh, 
you know, do some yell at somebody or somebody might complain. Some people are too sensitive to so so they're not ready to or they don't know how to deal with uh, stuff like that. What with situations that come in a match always, you know, like ball calling. I mean, some people might call a ball out that you didn't even see. You have to accept it if, if it's on their side, you know, and if you're far away, you don't see it, whatever. Let's keep playing. If they do it often, then you might be, hey, are you sure? You might challenge it. Are you sure it was out or I saw it in? But, but that happens all the time. And if it happens, sometimes it happens on your side and the other guy with one or two gets up this stuff and starts think, saying that you cheated on him or something because that happened to me, it's like, it's like okay that, that those players are too sensitive they and especially if they are losing that happened to me when they were losing and they oh, I don't want to play anymore it's like okay relax it's just a ball to two calls it's not like I'm cheating you every single point plus that's what your opinion I mean if it's out it's out you have to call it out so that was like two weeks ago and I'm gonna go through that through that experience Later on another podcast, today I wanted to talk about the player that I play today in the other league, which is some tennis. Sorry, again, I was, uh, now I was getting the food that I ordered for Tilos. So the player that I play today on the some tennis league is, uh, like, the, this league is mostly European, like 90% European players, and there's an Asian guy, a couple of Asian guys that I noticed. And me, I'm Hispanic, I believe I'm the only one Hispanic, or there, maybe there's just another one that just joined, so, so it's, uh, which is okay, it's not, I'm just mentioning, it's not a big deal, it's, just, it's not a problem, I'm just pointing, I mean, commenting about it, I don't really care. So, <clears throat> there's like 40 players, you know, you join, you start on zero points, you, then you start moving up the ranking, the more games you played, and the more games, matches you win. Because the more move, you move up. So I started like 50 or 48, which at the, at the end. And last time I looked at it, which was uh, yesterday, I was on number six already. Because I played like five matches and I just lost, I believe, one. About for a blood, lost one with a ball, with a pusher, ball Junker. So I played this number one today. His name is Pavo Reus, something like that, European dude. He was good. He's playing the league for a couple of years. Excuse me, years. And only lost one single time. He has like probably over 50 matches, I believe. In the last two, three years and only lost once. So I played him today. To be honest with you, I knew it was going to be a tough match. But the weather today was, it's been hot here in Chicago in summertime. And I was not feeling a hundred percent. I'm not. It's not an excuse, but I was not feeling a hundred. Although it was, it was hard, but not as hard as it's gonna be tomorrow or, or the two weeks ago. So it was like nine, 85 degrees. Let's say so really hard, but nice for summer. So we play. I was not a hundred percent energized. I've been having trouble sleeping, which is important. 41 sometimes at night not sometimes every day every night i take melatonin pills half of a melatonin pill like five grams so i take halves which is maybe like 2.5 you know i cut it with a knife so it's 2.5 and sometimes i sleep good sometimes i don't i'm asleep seven hours sometimes i sleep 10 whatever nine whatever when i have to work i didn't work today i took the day off 
So we went to the match and it was fine. You know, they played, we played at the course that they always play, that he likes to play because it's close to his house in Palos Heights. So 6-4, he beats me the first set. When we were warming up, I felt that, that, uh, that I could win, that I, that I had it. You know, I, that sensation that he gives you, that it made, me, it made me feel stronger than him. Although I didn't notice we, we came, the warming up, I did not notice too, too much weak points, weak shots on him, strokes. He was very good on forehand, good on backhand, good on the net, <clears throat> consistent. But a little bit of a weak serve, and he gave me that sensation warming up that I could beat him. I, I was excited. I was excited because I said, oh, this guy is number one and I'm number six and I just joined this league about two months ago. I could win. I could beat him. So I had a 3-1 three, three, on the first set. I was winning. I had the chance to go 4-1. I believe I had a chance to go 4-1 and I didn't take it. I couldn't do it. I just, like I said, I was not a hundred percent energized he's a little bit of a ball pusher like he passes everything he's very consistent if you want to call it consistent but he did not have a power shot like a shot that he said oh, with this one he's gonna like get you you won't even touch the ball at least that was the first set so and then through the through the set i noticed in the beginning of the set i noticed his weak spot is his backhand, slice backhand. Actually, he, all his backhand is a one-handed backhand. He's a right-handed slice, slice. That's his weak spot. And if you throw a high to him, like uh, you know, with top spin in the corner on his backhand, that's his very weak, weak spot. But <clears throat> he passes it. So when you throw it back to him, like if you want to attack him, like open him, make him go wide on his backhand and then thrown to his forehand he gets to it and then he has a good forehand so what I did what I did sometimes but I it didn't work but that's the way I should have I'm gonna have to play him next time he's up attack his backhand back he's gonna pass it as a backhand slice but then you have to go on the net and finish try to finish the point on your body which again you have the pressure to finish the point he's not going to miss the backhand or, or the forehand so six i had a three one then he did i couldn't do it then three two then i guess three three then i had a four three and then he turned it around and beat me six four although i felt good i felt that i could have done better i felt that, that i couldn't but i was not feeling 100 percent focused and energized I didn't feel rested, so I felt that I could do more with if, if I had more energy and focus. So I said, okay, let's do the second set, and really in the second set, I was just running, I run out of energy. I, the second set was 6-2, he beat me 6-2, and I run out of energy, out of focus, and he did start serving better, a little bit better on the second set and he started throwing his forehand with more power so and me i 
went down on energy and start making you know a little bit more mistakes missing more balls the rallies were shorter and i was getting the ball out because i just was getting tired so i'm gonna play him again next time and uh, hopefully you know i make sure i go with more energy arrested and uh, I do have a good chance to, I mean, at least give him a better match on the second set. And I, I, I thought if I had more energy or if I was like 100% myself, I could have beat him the first set, uh, 6 4, 6 3, or even 7 5. You're not tired, but I do can win a set of him. And then on the second set, we'll see. You know, depends how he's doing and how I'm doing with the energy but uh, he does not have very powerful strokes like I thought because I was a number one he doesn't have powerful strokes he's very he's good at the net he's very consistent like a pusher pusher and uh, ball yonker with you know deep deep strokes they the strokes go deep on your on your side of the court and uh, when you give him a short ball, he will put it away. He will put it away, especially on his forehand. He's not like that, that weak. So I play that guy, that guy, that kind of player today. I give him all the credit, he's a good player, so. And his serve on the second set start being more powerful, his first serve. But uh, again, what you have to do with these, these players is, uh, especially like me, you, if you don't have a powerful 100 miles an hour forehand to put the ball away, like, most players don't and at this level or even in the in the professional level you have to go to the net find his bad his bad spot or his weak stroke which is his backhand slice when you throw it high and he's gonna give you not an easy volley but a kind of like a high volley that you wanna have to I'm left handed so I'm gonna have to volley it either with my backhand volley or forehand volley but that one you have to either put it away or giving him a very complicated ball because if he gets it he's gonna pass it again so that's it that has to be the plan attack him on his weak weak spot weak stroke backhand up higher backhand so he slices it high on you and then you're gonna have to or gives you a look he gives me a lot of gloves he gives me a lot of gloves or or a attack it and finish the point that's the only pretty much the only way because if you start passing balls passing balls passing balls he will miss some but 70 percent is gonna pass so all right that's uh, my first podcast of the day i hope i get a lot of uh, listenings a lot of people listening to this this is just the first one which is about my last match which was today in um, August uh, 20th, Thursday, August 20th at 5 in the afternoon I played. And then I'm going to go back to, in the next podcast, I'm going to go back to the other the bad players that I had, like uh, Troublemaker, Sensitive, from the other league, Gladiator. And I'm also going to tell you about the racket that I use and the rackets that I have used through those these two years that I tested and I didn't like. And uh, I'll tell you about it. Uh, just to mention, this guy today was using a light racket, the Pro Staff Light, which is 290 grams, unstrung. 
and I think that makes a difference. I use the the pro, same pro stuff with the countervails, which is 315 on strong, and you can tell the difference. Some some points, his racket just gets like shaking or more bent from 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 the weight of your racket. So that's a very very light racket, which in my opinion I don't recommend. But uh, I used to use a racket when I started two years ago, but uh, I found out that the 315 for me gives you more power. Uh, Alright, we'll, we'll go through it in another podcast. So, just I don't recommend light rackets when you are getting more competitive. I mean, the beginning might be okay, they're easy to handle, it's, uh, it's easier to swing. Uh, they don't get you tired, but uh, easy to give you top spin. But as you start moving up in, uh, in level, more competitive level, that racket might not help you because the other guy is gonna give you a shot and that racket is gonna get moved, you know, shaped and, and it's not gonna give you stability from the heavy balls that they're gonna throw you. So 315 grams, I think is good. Some of the guys use heavier rackets and that it depends on you. If you can swing that, fine, but most people really can't. They just like the weight, but they're not good at it. But, uh, all right, so I'm gonna have to go, and uh, it's getting, getting late, and uh, I will talk more about the uh, rackets, my other matches that I had before, and uh, ball machines and experiences that I go through tennis. Have a good night, and I uh, will talk to you. I will make another podcast soon. Have a good night.